short week and no weekend for me. No introduction. Fritz cast Fritz Forward begins now. Hi, hello, yes, short week for me indeed. Short week. Last week, around Thursday, I uh, figured out that I was being pulled for three weeks, three weeks of field training assignment. So, but by 4 to 12, ain't on it right now. Started uh, this morning, this very morning, which is, by the way, Monday, November 21st, 2016. So, yeah, it'll be eight days straight that I will have worked by Wednesday. And uh, so I'm on 8 to 4, no 4 to 12. I worked a buttload of overtime the last period because I get paid on Wednesday, just checked my pay stub, and I made bank in my book. In comparison to what I usually make. So, there's those perks. There's that good stuff going on. Uh, And it's Thanksgiving week, which means, oh, oh my. Yeah, I don't work Thanksgiving. You think administration is in the building on Thanksgiving? Or the day after Black Friday? No, it's double holiday, baby. So, a four-day weekend is coming up for me. And I'm excited. I am 100% all in for it. So that's 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 the craziness of, you know, not having a weekend or anything. Uh, you know, it is what it is, but I like the switch up, especially, you know, figure this. Thursday they tell me that Monday I'm starting 8 to 4, 3 weeks, uh, Saturday, Sunday off. The bonus perks of Thursday and Friday this week coming up. And uh, what happened last night, my last night of 4 to 12 for three weeks, uh, fights break out, uh, I have to uh, use pepper spray, get it all over my hands. It was just... (sighs) It's my first time ever spraying anybody in my five-year career. And uh, I think those of you who don't work in corrections don't know a prison setting and all that. Uh, Five years to go without having to use one of your tools like that that's uh that's quite a feat in my book if you ask me water break it's quite a feat if you ask me uh i try not to deploy that stuff unless i have to and in this case a fight broke out after i told the guys to lay down on the floor so had to separate them used pepper spray and took custody of both of them so long story short uh, but my hands were burning because that stuff bounced right back into my face. Right back onto my arms and my face. So when I got home and showered, reactivated, and it was a good, I don't know, 20 minutes lying in bed with my arms burning uh, before I actually got to sleep. And having to get up this morning at like 5.30, 6 o'clock, get ready for work to be in at 8 a.m. Fantastic. Well, so so that's been the week. That's been the week. But how has the news week been? How has the news week been? It's been a couple of weeks now since we've had President-elect Donald Trump, and the first thing that steps out in my mind, the first thing on my mind right now, 
was the Hamilton business. And I'm sure you guys have seen it because the internet, in true internet fashion, blows up over stuff that is completely insignificant. Mike Pence, vice president-elect, Mike Pence, uh, went to go see Hamilton on Broadway, you know, in New York. But, you know, go see this critically acclaimed show that everybody's been ranting and raving about. Goes to see Hamilton. News stories flash off about him going to see Hamilton because Vice President-elect going to see Hamilton on on Broadway. Such a big breaking news story that has to be covered, right? Has to be covered. News covers that. There's reports that uh, the audience solidly booed him. There's reports that uh, the audience was mixed and... There's reports that the uh, audience had a couple rowdy people that were just booing. So, take that as you will. You can go to any number of news sources to read up on that one. Uh, But at the end of the uh, play, at the end of the musical, at the end of the production, I'm trying to figure out a fancy way to say it, and I'm just rolling on all cylinders right now because I want to pump this episode out so you guys get it. But, after the festivities... Uh, the cast takes the stage and Mike Pence, you know, gets up to leave because you don't hang around when you're VP-elect in a crowded theater. You just don't. All right? Last time a president hung around in a crowded theater, it was in the 1800s and he ended up dead. So, he's on his way out. The cast then extends uh, a message to Mike Pence. And the, the the person delivering said message, it was, who was it here? Brandon Dixon, who portrays Aaron Burr, uh, thanked Pence for attending the play, saying, we hope you will hear us out. We, sir, we are the diverse America who are alarmed and anxious that your new administration will not protect us, our planet, our children, our parents, or defend us and uphold our inalienable rights. It's unalienable rights, by the way. (laughs) Furthermore, uh, we truly hope that this show has inspired you to uphold our American values and to work on behalf of all of us. And the internet exploded. Why did the internet explode? Because people can't handle words and people speaking their mind anymore. That's, That's the day and age that we live in. Uh... We always hear safe spaces, and it, what's really funny is you always hear from that, you know, progressive, liberal, you know, wing of politics. They always like safe spaces. Uh, these need to be safe spaces. Ben Shapiro can't speak on a college campus because he is the devil incarnate. And if he sets foot on this campus, we will arrest him because he thinks differently than the liberal progressive agenda. That type of stuff, which is, by the way, to me, scary. That's scary stuff. Things like that happen. You have a conservative wing of people mocking the left and saying that that's censorship and and yada yada. And it is. It is censorship. I'm not going to sugarcoat it uh, or gloss over it. You need to let Ben Shapiro speak at your university. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google it. Ben Shapiro was threatened to be arrested if he showed up at this university that wanted him to speak. 
Why, I don't know. I mean, it's Ben Shapiro. He quit Breitbart because he didn't agree with what they were doing with Donald Trump. So for anybody thinking that he's... You know, for If you don't know, Google it. If you don't know, Google it. At this point. That is beside the point, though. I'm saying things like this happen... And all the, all the protesting over, over Donald Trump's presidency, you have so many people right-minded or Trump-supportive who are mocking those people for protesting. Calling them babies, calling them, you know, whatever. And then those same people are calling out the cast of Hamilton for this statement. Now, you can go Google and, and get the recording of the statement, and I thought it was fine. I didn't have any complaints about it per se. And Mike Pence didn't either, because I'm reading right here from news reports. These are direct quotes from Mike Pence. Um, Stating, quote, I did hear what was said from the stage. I can tell you I wasn't offended by what was said. I will leave to others whether that was appropriate, whether that was the appropriate venue to say it. He also went on to say that that is what freedom sounds like. Now, Mike Pence had had no, nothing negative to say about it at all. Mike Pence actually praised the move. The focus goes on to President-elect Donald Trump, whose Twitter account is back and activated, and if you thought it would have changed between 2015 and now, I would gladly state to you that you are an idiot but that would be rude and mean and then people would say that I was a mean person and I don't want to do that so I'll just say that you were betrayed your thoughts betrayed you but Donald Trump tweeted okay he tweeted our wonderful future VP Mike Pence was harassed last night at the theater by the cast of Hamilton cameras blazing this should not happen the theater must always be a safe, and special place. The cast of Hamilton was very rude last night to a very good man, Mike Pence. Apologize. Okay, now that to me sounds like whining and crying because Mike Pence came out, it was fine. It was fine. And that's what Mike Pence does. Whether you like Mike Pence or not, you can agree that he has a very calm demeanor to him. He's a a very polar opposite of, of Donald Trump. Completely. But he has a calm demeanor to him, and he knows how to handle himself professionally. And Donald Trump, clearly, yes, president-elect, and I will give him a clean slate and judge him by his moves, and I'm about to dive into that next. But moves like this is, is, grow up, dude. Grow up. I don't really see where you could argue against the cast of Hamilton. For real. I find it hard I find it hard pressed to, to say that because it was after the play. It was after the show. So you don't agree with it, that's at this point it's not what you've paid for. In my in my eyes. It's not what you've paid for. And either way. Think about it. you go to a movie, you see a movie trailer, you pay to go see the movie, 
you watch the movie, you don't agree with the message that the movie ends up conveying, you can't go and get a refund. You can't go you can't go into the lobby and say, I completely disagreed with that. It doesn't deserve my money, give it back. You you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that with a play either. If a play comes out mind you, it plays live action and all that, but they did something at the end at their curtain call. So I don't see where the arguments are coming from. I don't see why it became such a big talking point. It could be because of the Trump University settlement and Trump just wanting to brush it under the rug. I don't know. I can really only speculate about that kind of, uh, of behavior. Now, that being said, Donald Trump, he hasn't done so many bad things right now. Uh, Steve Bannon completely disagree with. Uh, I am I am a Rand Paul guy. I follow Rand Paul. I trust Rand Paul. And I didn't trust him on what his comments on Steve Bannon. I don't like Steve Bannon. However, Donald Trump met with uh, Mitt Romney over possibility of uh, naming him Secretary of State. And I can tell you I have... Democratic friends, liberal friends, progressive friends who actually are okay with that move. And I'll tell you why they're okay with that move. It's because Mitt Romney's not insane. Many people might be asking, why would Mitt Romney even entertain... He spoke out against Trump. He was one of the vocal Republican people that spoke out against Donald Trump. Went as far as to say that uh, his promises are as fake as a degree from Trump University, in fact. So why would Mitt Romney entertain and meet with President-elect Donald Trump over a Secretary of State position? And I'll, I'll tell you why. It's fairly simple, and I'm sure most of you already have thought about it or, or know the answer already. And that's because, whether you like it or not, it is President-elect Donald Trump. That's who is going to be President of the United States. Whether No matter how many people are protesting, no matter how many petitions are filled out and signed, no matter how many people want to bash the Electoral College, Donald J. Trump is going to be sworn in as the President of the United States after 2017 rings in. So what does Mitt Romney do? Hey, he was very vocal against Donald Trump. That doesn't mean you turn a blind eye or turn your back to him if he solicits a sit-down and a talk. In this case, I, I have two theories. Either one, Mitt Romney's bored and has nothing better to do, which very well may be the case. Or two, Mitt Romney sees it as an opportunity to work and better something that he initially opposed, was afraid of, uh, whatever have you. Make the best of a bad situation, almost. Be one of those leading types that is surrounding Donald Trump to try to mold and guide him in the direction that you want him to go. I still got I mean, to say, ever since he got elected, it seems to me that Trump has this kind of attitude about of him uh, has this attitude about him of, I can't believe I won. I can't believe that worked. 
that is that's the the vibe that I get when I look at the Donald Trump stuff. Like he went to meet with President Obama and all of a sudden he was like, oh, this is a real thing. I have a lot of people that I have to hire for positions. I have a lot more. There's a lot more to this than I thought there was. Like a guy who got in way over his head. So maybe Mitt Romney looks at it that way and says, I can be somebody in his higher-up cabinet who can be given certain powers, dictate certain things, and have certain influence. And for that, if that is the case, if that's why Mitt Romney did it, if that's why Mitt Romney met with him and spoke with him, I will applaud Mitt Romney. Because that is a choice that if should Trump make it, should Trump make that choice, Mitt Romney, Secretary of State, that's a good move. It's a good move for him. It's very interesting seeing who he's considering for cabinet positions because whether you like it or not, Trump fans, whether you like it or not, punk, Not I'm not calling you punks, I'm referring to my brother now. Punk. We have to do the Eat My Words episode, man. When are you going to come over, give me some cigars, uh, bring the beer over, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have a chat for all the listeners out there. Man, come on. Let's do it. Let's stop texting about it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right? Seriously. But uh, for, for you Trump supporters out there, whether you like it or not, my idea of Trump going into the presidency, at least from my perspective, I think his thought was, I'll get that, and then I will just surround myself with the people who I know will get it done. I don't think he's going to focus on doing a lot as president himself. I'm kind of torn on that because it's kind of a compliment to him. But, again, I told you guys, he's president-elect, I give the president-elect a clean slate and judge him from day one. So, harsher judgments, Steve Bannon. Uh, his use of Twitter and a couple of the people he's considering for his cabinet who are not this uh, promising, uh, quote, draining the swamp. Those are negative aspects, but every once in a while, a good aspect pops in there. And fortunately, we have some Republican senators and congresspeople who will be a thorn in the paw of a Trump who is going the opposite way. Or who's going a bad way. And I think they're definitely praiseworthy. But that's also like, this is a praise. This is a praiseworthy move of Trump, a, a step that's possibly in the right direction. How about the fact that he sat down with Tulsi Gabbard, who has now vowed to work with Donald Trump on the issues that matter to the American people after this meeting that she had? Okay, I'm reading this from The Hill, uh, and it states that she has not 
commented on whether or not she would join a Trump administration. But uh, apparently she's under consideration to be uh, the UN ambassador, the U.S. ambassador to the United Nations. Quote from Gabbard, uh, President-elect Trump asked me to meet with him about our current policies regarding Syria, our fight against terrorist groups like al-Qaeda, and the Islamic State in Iraq and Syria, as well as other foreign policy challenges we face. I felt it important to take the opportunity to meet with the president-elect now before the drumbeats of war that neocons have been beating drags us into an escalation of the war to overthrow the Syrian government, a war which has already cost hundreds of thousands of lives and forced millions of refugees to flee from their homes in search of safety for themselves and their families. This article goes on to state, Gabbard said that while the rules of political expediency would suggest she is not suggest she not take a meeting with the president-elect, she refuses to, quote, play politics with American and Syrian lives. Gabbard further stated, I will continue to seek common ground to deliver the results that best serve all Americans as I have tried to do during my time in Congress. Now, the interesting thing about Tulsi Gabbard is, guess who she was backing all through the Democratic primaries? That's right. Tulsi Gabbard was backing the burn. She was feeling the burn. Who wasn't feeling the burn but Secretary Clinton? Now, independent senator from Vermont, Bernie Sanders, former Democratic vice or vice. Vice? Really? No. Former Democratic presidential nomination, nominee seeker. I don't even know. I'm stumbling over my words. Bernie Sanders, the former man, formerly Democrat, formerly running for to be the Democratic nominee against Hillary Clinton. Was that good enough? (laughs) I sure hope so. He's come out and said that uh, the Dems must move beyond their identity politics. Now, Sanders, as an independent, has been invited to be a key player in the Democratic structure coming up. I don't know how an independent can be a part of the Democratic Party structure. I don't know. I don't know. Blows my mind. Blows my The whole Bernie Sanders thing, and I'm sure we'll talk about it one day uh, in depth and detail. The whole thing blew my mind. Blew my mind. But... That being said, uh, that being said, uh, here's recent quotes. This is also The Hill, uh, reported by Mall- Mallory Shelbourne. Uh, quote, should I do it in Bernie voice? Because uh, everybody loves my Bernie voice. We'll do it in Bernie voice. What the hell? Quote, it's not good enough for somebody to say, I'm a woman, vote for me. This is, this is, this is not good enough. What we need is a woman who has the guts to stand up to Wall Street to the insurance companies, to the drug companies, uh, to the fossil fuel industries. The working class of this country is being decimated. That's that's why Donald Trump won. And what we need now are candidates who stand with those working people who understand that real median family income has gone down. I come from the white working class and I am deeply humiliated that the Democratic Party cannot talk to the people where I came from. So, uh, again, thank you for letting me uh, be on the Fritzcast. I would totally interview Bernie Sanders if I could. I might ideolog- I might have severe ideologic 
differences of opinion with him. But to sit down and talk with the man, I think it would be interesting. Okay, I know I've called him a sellout, and I still I still stand by that. But he has time to make up for it, obviously. He's, he's kind of making up for it with statements like this. But, again, to me, it seemed like he was going to be a, a, a number one contender. You know, you're going to have to beat me the hell down before I be silenced. And just kind of settled and played the game, so to speak. So... That's that. That is that. All right, guys. 24 minutes. Fritz cast Fritz forward. I think it was a, a, a nice little jam-packed episode of what's happened this past week. So I just want to I want to close out by saying, one, thank you for listening. I always appreciate you being a listener. Number two, please like this. Share this. Comment on it. Contact me. Follow me on Twitter at FritzQS. Follow the Facebook page, The FritzCast. It's there. And then remember, you can download this on iTunes. Uh, It's on SoundCloud. It's on Stitcher. It's on Google Play Music. It's everywhere you want to be. Thanks for listening, guys. Next couple episodes going to be kind of on the short side. That's just life sometimes. That's what happens when I get switched to this 8-4 to business and I'm trying to play catch-up. So I might have some specials in the work. Maybe I'll do some writing, some some written material. I did one written piece. It's on my LinkedIn account. Uh, I'm not going to share that out here, though. But I did one written piece about how we need to start unifying and coming together, not being part of this divisive crowd. Uh, It's time to come together and be Americans and do what's best for America. So, uh, I'm I'm putting finishing touches, by the way, on uh, on the Electoral College episode, which will be a, a standalone long episode by itself. It's not going to be integrated into something. It's going to be something where I specifically talk Electoral College and what we could possibly do for election and voting reforms. Uh, because uh, it might surprise you, I'm not one of those people that absolutely 100% staunchly backs the Electoral College and says that we can't change it or alter it or amend it. I'm actually one of those people that says if we're going to do it, as long as we don't do it one-for-one Democratic-style voting, that's a bad idea. But we'll get into that some other day. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week, if not sooner. Keep your eyes peeled. You never know when I could push out another episode. And yes, me and Punk are going to do the Eat My Words episode because it's going to be a very good dialogue between me and him. So look forward to that too. See you guys later.